foot on the whiz, yeah, ain't that some thick smoke? Silverado, tearing up a two-lane road, ain't that some C-O-U-N-T-R-Y? Shit, we've been doing since we was yay high, folks out there. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the For the Love of the Game pod. It's your host, Paige and Kens, and we have a special guest today for episode 50, Zach Padilla. How's everybody doing today? I'm feeling good. Where'd you go? <laughs> what? Where's Paige? Paige, how are you? Oh, I'm great. How is the weather where y'all are? Because Zach, we're in the same state. Zach's in Houston, but yeah, uh, it's it... pouring rain. We got pelted by hail, and yeah, it's not it's not ideal. Yeah, it's not yeah. looking okay. great. Like we have a storm coming. Not the vibes. Really? Well, Oregon has been like that for months. Okay, <laughs> I just want to make sure. Can you guys both? Can you guys both hear me now? I can hear yeah. it, Paige. I can't see. Okay. That okay. happens a lot. Yes, so don't worry. Perfect. But if you don't if you don't hear us, say something. Because we want to make sure <laughs> it records. But um, yeah, same here in Oregon. Terrible weather. I got really excited. I think I told Paige last week that we were supposed to have a 76 degree day. Next Monday, oh. it now says 50 and raining for like the next tragic. Week. So yeah, hate we'll to see. see. Yeah, we hate to see it. I was gonna say, Ooh. usually by now it's starting to warm up, and it's like, yeah, you know, it's it's a uh, float in the river season right now in Oregon. Literally, yeah. <laughs> I swear that's what we were doing spring term, which isn't almost yeah. spring term for college. It's about mm-hmm. yeah. It's spring term. I just it's really Oregon is is having a season for sure. We love it's, it. Yeah, we love to see it. Well, Zach, welcome to the pod. Yeah. Um, Paige, you want to kick it off with some little questions? Yeah, so backgrounds, Zach, you can fill us in, obviously, also, but you were at Oregon State with the team. You were bullpen catching, right? Yeah. And managing. Yeah. little manager vibe. Yeah, I was, like, student manager slash bullpen catcher, so yeah. Okay, and what years were you with Oregon State? I was there for the 2016 through 2018 season, so I was basically there for the lowest of the lows and the highest of the highs. The lowest. Yeah, seriously. The lowest. The very rock bottom lowest. It sucked. Yeah. In 2016. Oh, well, we will we will get into that. But before (laughs) you came to Oregon State, you were playing baseball for a JUCO. Yeah. So I'm originally from California, born and raised in Sacramento, and I was a I was a catcher for a junior college team there, American River Community College which is also the Beavers. So I have been a Beave my entire collegiate Beavs, baby. Wow. Yeah, I love pretty, to see it. It's kind of random. It's one of those things that just you never really think about. And then when you kind of take a step back, you're like, oh, yeah, that was a Beave the whole time. <laughs> Literally. We love Beaver over here. Um, okay. All right. So yeah. how do you feel <laughs> do um, about just, like, being – an app like a junior college athlete like tell me about the experience how was your experience all of it it was very different it was um I mean I didn't play a super lot because there was always a redshirt sophomore or a sophomore in front of me but I got some I got some playing time and I was happy for it um definitely met some lifelong friends there it's one of those things that you can't really explain the juco experience I mean you can because of the long bus rides I mean Every year we'd have to go to Hartnell, which is down in Monterey Bay, which is about two and a half to three hours. But of course, on a bus, it's about right. four or five. 
I mean, it's yeah. Crazy. So long bus rides and just a lot of different experiences, some good, some bad. But at the end of the day, you meet some very interesting people and people from different walks of life. I mean, I remember going there when I was a freshman at 18 and I was playing with a 22-year-old. I was just wow. like, okay, this is what we're doing. So, <laughs> yeah. so it, is it, it was very – what's up? Uh, is it like literally like what like Last Chance You? Have you all seen that? Oh, absolutely. 100%. Is it that's... like Last Chance You? Oh, yeah. Okay. Love no, it. Nice. It's Love almost it like a spitting image of that. It's hilarious. <laughs> well, it's so fun to see, like, as we follow D1 baseball, like, all the people that are, like, JUCO products, like, product of JUCO, and how far yeah. they go, and it's, I mean, it's amazing. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's definitely, like, especially in Southern California, you get some just top-tier players down there. Yeah. I mean, it's, like, it's, it's, some of those people are just, like, kids that, you know, they get the opportunity to go walk on somewhere. Like, they could go mm-hmm. have the opportunity to walk on, but they can't get into school or something. So then they go to a junior college and then they get drafted. I mean, that's how some of these kids are. And yeah. then it's just, it's, it's, I think it's a very cool experience for kids to get another look. I mean, you could always excel, grow stronger, grow bigger, anything like that. So, yeah. yeah. Most definitely. All right. Well, take us to 2016, the lowest of the lows. Tell us all. Yeah. So I'll never forget this weekend. It was, it, we played on a it was it was a Thursday, Friday, no, I'm sorry, I take that back. It was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We were playing against UCLA, and my family was coming in to visit, and they stayed the whole weekend. And it was we we won the series, so we were you know excited about that. And then we had to wake up the next morning for a selection show Monday, and so we get there, and there was no hoopla, there was no nothing because we were like we don't know where we're going, we don't know. It was, and it was just the team and the coaches and like, mm-hmm. you know, some extra people like director of operations and stuff like that. And then we're, I was sitting next to Kyle Novak and Scotty Church. I was sitting in between those guys and we were talking and we were just listening and listening. And then it gets to Miami, which was the last selection. It was the last hosting site and we didn't get our name called. And the, you, you could hear maybe a pin drop. I mean, it was so quiet. Yeah. And then it gets to the last four in, last four out, and Oregon State was the top of the last four out or last three out, whatever it was. And it was halfway through the explanation of Oregon State, and I remember Pat Casey just standing up and going, shut it off, we don't need to hear it. And Mm -hmm. gave a little speech, and it was one of those things where we all kind of looked at each other after we got out of of that room and we're like, now what? Now what do we do? I mean, because we still had to go to school for another four weeks or so. Or no, yeah. it's something like that. Yeah, it was, it was just one of those things. And like my, I went to go have breakfast with my family afterwards, and they're like, well, "What are you gonna do?" And I go, "I gotta go to school now." So, yeah, literally. Yeah, I guess. It. it was one of those yeah. things where it was like, I, yeah, it sucked. It was, yeah, and it was really hard to see that whole college world series play out and just know that we didn't get a shot. I mean, we thought, yeah. There was a lot of outside factors that were against us. And, you know, there was a series we should have won. A sheer, I, there was a lot of factors that came in. But, mm-hmm. you know, everyone was upset. And it was. I, I do feel sorry for the, some of the sophomore or the juniors and the, and the seniors on that team, like Caleb Hamilton, John Pomeroy, oh, all yeah. those guys, and Logan Ice. And they were just kind of like, mm-hmm. crap, we can't really showcase what True talent because that team was very talented. I mean, Trevor Morrison yeah. was an unbelievable shortstop, and he filled that role amazing. 
So yeah. it was, and I feel like, like even for us as like fans, right, Paige, that was obviously like a hard season to go through. I remember my little sister, like <laughs> Paige and I can be honest, we've definitely like chose our little beaver baseball players that we've loved since we were young, who we have crushes on. Uh-huh. And Bailey, my little sister, loved Trevor Morrison. And I just remember, like, that whole team was just, like, there was, like you said, so much talent. But it just, like, it came, it just, you came up short at the end of it. Yeah. And it was so heartbreaking. It was so heartbreaking. No, it was, it was definitely a tough pill to swallow. But I think we had the right mentality going into the 2017 or 2016 fall, fall ball. And mm-hmm. it was just, look, we need to be better. And it was, we need to win and everything. And, you know, we had those early morning practices. We had double days. We had, and and in my role, I mean, I'd never touched the field. I never did any of that. But I just went to Yeski and I went to the pitchers and saying, look, what do you want me to do to get you guys better? And right. that, that's what I focused on. I just focused on, because at that point, like I knew going out of junior college, I knew I wasn't good enough for that level. And I never would be. I mean, that's just, that's just the reality of the situation. But I knew I had an understanding of some stuff and I had an understanding of talking to pitchers, how to talk to them, what to look for. And at that point I felt better about a lot of guys. Like I felt better about looking at Bryce Femmel and saying, Hey, you're kind of doing this or Luke Heimlich saying, Hey, on your changeup, you know, do this a little more, anything along those lines. And I, some of those guys listen to me, others just want to do their own thing. And I get that. That's totally understandable. I mean, when you have a guy like Nate Yeski coaching you and teaching you pitching and everything and the mentality, it's hard not to listen to him. Yeah. So, yeah how do you not, right? I bet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and um, yeah, so it was one of those things that 2017, I mean, we lost six times. Yeah. Let's talk about 2017 yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Another, yeah. yeah. Definitely had a chip on your shoulder going into 2017. Um, Absolutely. Going into Omaha, y'all only had four losses. Yeah. So setting records, winning the Pac-12. Um, tell me the vibes winning the Pac-12. Oh, it was unbelievable. I remember sprinting from the right field corner at U of O and just stomping yeah. on their pitcher's mound. Probably ruined <laughs> it. And the best I hope so. To win it too. Oh, the best place to win it. It was the best because it was and and Mitchell Verber pitches guts out. I mean, he had an unbelievable and it was, it was unbelievable. It was one of those, and it was great seeing, I'll never forget Seaboy's face when we were in the dog (laughs) pot or in that little pile and everything and just how he was screaming and everything like a Hawaiian does. And it was awesome. It was a very very cool thing to see. So yeah, no, there, that was probably one of the most coolest things. And then of course you get the hat and shirt afterwards, but it doesn't really Mm -hmm. matter because you won that like you and we yeah. did and i'll never forget that there was more black and orange than there was yellow in those stands. always always love. i love, no, that, I love going oh, it'd be a midweek game and we'd go down there and we i just look up and there's like 75 percent orange and then the other 25 yep. is either empty or people on their phones yeah no and such good timing sure. for us to talk about that because that series is actually happening this weekend yeah. Um, yep. but so you're leaving that, right? You are all going to Omaha, you know, you're like the best team in the nation by far. Yeah. Um, yeah. You've won your regional, won your super regional, four losses. Talk to me about the vibes going into Omaha. Like, are we cocky? Are we just confident? 
Abs- Are we relaxed? Yeah, absolutely not. It was one of those things like we just got to go in there and do business. It was, I think, hmm. the best people that had the best mindset were Nick Madrigal, Caden Grenier, Stephen Kwan. It was one of those things where it's just like we got to do how we've been playing this whole season. It was never yeah. – that team never really got cocky. They never really got, oh, we're going to roll in and we're just going to do damage. I mean, even against Vanderbilt, it was like we got to prep both mentally and physically, and it was like, – for the Super Regional. And it was just fun to be around. It was fun to be around that mm-hmm. competitive mindset because – all of those guys, like even if they didn't go into the major leagues or they didn't go or anything like that, they still had that competitive edge and that competitive mindset to, you know, step up in the real world. And that's something that Case really drove home with us. So I think mm-hmm. that was really cool to see that. I think I that's definitely say, I... something. Yeah. That, sorry, <laughs> Paige and I both go. <laughs> so, it's like, I just think that's definitely something that Case like does. He wants to like, mm-hmm. when he was a coach, he wanted to be the coach, but he also wanted the players to like, take on that leadership role too because that's yeah. motivating and oh I absolutely think, I think that's how even like as a fan like Beaver fans felt under Casey is like even though we asked the question like how was the vibe were you confident were you cocky going into it like a lot of players may be I feel like that just was like the team that he coached like that's just the yeah. way that he was and yes. I feel like obviously the Beavs are having like some transition years ahead of them but it's good to know too so talking about LSU, you go to Omaha. Yeah. Those games right off the bat. So those weren't necessarily games lost because of we're just going to go in here and we're the shit. Like, well, tell us, explain, explain all that. The fun uh, stuff. <laughs> after that, uh, so the first game we, we, we uh, came back and beat Cal State Fullerton. Mm-hmm. They were, we were trailing, I think it was like three to two for most of the game. So it was like, it was never, we were out of it. It was just one of those things like, we get a runner on and then we couldn't get him home. And it, it was just like tough stuff. But then we came back and won. I think Jack Anderson had two or three hits that game. Like he went off in Omaha, I feel like. And mm-hmm. then, um, yeah, and then we play LSU and we beat him by 10, 13 to three. KJ Harrison had the first grand slam in that park. Mm-hmm. And that was amazing to see. And of course, me, I wasn't I wasn't in the dugout because there was like NCA had super strict rules. So, but I was just happy to be there, like in like literally yeah. happy. So I sat with the Casey family for a little bit. I sat with Randville. I actually sat next to Jaquiz Rogers, <laughs> and <laughs> and I said we're gonna be best friends after this. He goes, oh for show. Sure. I was like, all right. <laughs> Some oh, beaver legends. Oh, yeah. Literally. Just, you know, just shooting the shit with him. And so, are we allowed to jump on here? Like, that's, yes. That's, yeah. Okay, cool. We tr- We try really hard, but it's like, you, you know. I don't. Like, I'll keep it yeah, we got to keep it real. <laughs> um, that's hilarious. Okay, yeah. so going home then, like, even just go into the losses, I guess, if you want to. Yeah, more, but... so then we had to play LSU for the semifinal, and it, 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 it was just one of those things that, baseball sports yep. I mean you know it, it catches up to you I, I we didn't play bad I mean mm-hmm. now everyone wants to blame the home plate umpire and everything like that mm-hmm. and, yeah uh Greg Street didn't help at all he didn't help. I mean that it, it it's one of those things where like we watched film all the time like I helped with setting up film and showing guys like during scrimmages and inner squads saying hey you know, or just running film and showing that. So I really hope that some of these umpires in today's world, like from junior college or high school all the way through MLB, if you have the the capability of 
um, video, then you should really watch it because that's your best critic. Like yeah. learning from that. And I don't think he did. Cause I don't think, I, I, I don't want to say he didn't care, but it was just like, man, how? Like, yeah. How? So that was really disheartening to go into a semifinal game with that behind the plate, with that, uh, you know, strike yeah. zone and everything. So it was really disheartening. I mean, I don't think any one of us was like pointing fingers like, oh, you didn't pitch well or you didn't hit or anything like that. It was just like we all lost. And it was, you know, I'll never forget. I was in the hotel lobby where we were staying at with all the boosters and with everyone. And this group of LSU fans came in and started getting really rowdy and everything. Like boosters were holding back each other from starting a fight. Oh, I bet. I believe it. Yeah, it, I believe it. It was bad. So ever since then, every, every time I see that that yellow I, or that purple, I... Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I feel like that's fair. I That was actually the trip my dad's sister and I went to. Because obviously, I mean, especially as fans, yeah. the Beavers were hot that year. Like, obviously, oh. killing it. Amazing. We even yeah. waited till you got, like, to the LSU games because we were like, okay... Especially, like, we're a little superstitious. We're like, we're going to wait. We're going to see what happens. Yeah. And then to go there and obviously have those two really tough losses to LSU. Because, like you said, it wasn't necessarily based off of, you know, talent, the way they played. It just was tough losses that they took mm-hmm. to LSU. And, you know, some other factors. And so it just was like, that's kind of how the season ended. It was just very somber. Like, I feel like it was just very, like, oh, that's yeah. sucked. And- yeah. And it was it, it was tough that night, and it was tough to you know come to terms. But then the next day we were on a charter flight and yeah, went back, and it was I mean it was still tough. Like everyone, it was not like we were cheery, but yeah, at the same time it was it was kind of like one of those things where it's like you know we still got to experience this, still absolutely to be a part and of this. So many returners the next yeah, oh absolutely, a lot of the new like we're not done. Yeah, yep. and I think that was everyone's mindset, especially like Nick Madrigal said it in one of those promo videos. I can't, I can't remember whatever they did. It was mm-hmm. like, you know, we came, like, we're done, but that doesn't mean we're 2018 season is out the window. Yeah. Like, that, that, that doesn't translate. It's one of those things, like, we just got to be, we, we have to finish this work. We've put in all this work and effort, and we have to finish it. And they did, right? Oh, they did. Exactly. I got the ring to prove it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it felt like every... I didn't do anything, but yeah, I got that. (laughs) You caught some great bullpens, Zach. Yeah. I like to think I did, yeah. No, it was... 2018 was tough. Like, like, I called that team, like, the shit show team. Like... Oh. Or the oh shit team. I called them the oh shit team. Because I was like, they would get down. Like, we're not... No, like they would get down and they'd be like, "Oh shit, we have to win this game." So then they'd win. Oh, yeah. Against in Omaha, we lose the first game. Oh shit, we yeah. can't lose. Win all the way. Lose but the first game to Arkansas. Oh shit, gotta go. And literally, even the way that that, even how it ended in Omaha is like, how are we given these extra chances? But I feel like that is when the Beavs really thrive. Like even when you think about when we won, what was it? Oh six. 07 like that time period yeah it was the same t- i can't remember what year it was if it was i think it was the first year the 06. it was 06 when they came they back had to, yeah they had to fight their way back too i just feel like that's what the beeves thrive on but like Paige yes. and i are like Mm-mm, 
You're oh. giving us a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, so I graduated early. I graduated in the winter term. So that whole spring term, I just went to the coaches. I was like, hey, can I just stick around? I don't want to, I'm not ready for the real world. I want to see this through. I started this <laughs> yeah. season. I want to, you know, finish it off with you guys. And <clears throat> so my last, my last game in Oregon State at Goss Stadium, Coleman Field, was when they shut out LSU at home. Hell yeah. It Hell was yeah. the, I, I mean, like, look, managers didn't really do this or they weren't supposed to. I didn't know the rule. But I said, look, <laughs> this is my last game. I'm getting in that line. I'm going to high five. My yes. I'm getting in there. Yes. And, of course, I get on ESPN, and I think I have the picture somewhere. <laughs> but it, it was one of those things where it's like I'm not missing out on this opportunity no. because this is the last time. I don't know when I'm going to see half of these guys again. I mean, yeah. now, granted, like, I've, like, I lived with, you know, Tyler Malone, Joe Casey, Zach Zaleski, um, and, and all those guys, and, like, Willie and all them. I, I knew I was going to see those guys, but it was like, I need, like, I don't know when I'm going to see Grant Gambrell. I don't know when yeah. I'm going to see Adley Rutschman again. Of course, I showed up that fall because I, you know, it's, I had to. Had to get that ring. <laughs> well, I had to see my boys. That was the biggest thing for me. Here, <laughs> Actually, yeah, you need to find this picture. Let me see here. Yeah, we'll post it on the story for all of yep. the happiest thing. Yep. Let me see. Love it. Oh my gosh, I He's love it. it. He's like, yeah, I'm getting in. Duh. Hell yeah, I'm getting in. It's 12 to nothing. <laughs> yeah. No, Against those effers that just beat us. Last as soon as I saw them coming to, as soon as I saw them coming to, to uh, Oregon State that year, or for that regional, I thought, oh, my God. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. This is awesome. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> just... you have presented us with an opportunity. It's yeah. Like, yeah. And, and that first game, I wasn't I wasn't supposed to report or whatever, uh, NCA, whatever. They, yeah. they were like, no. So, like, the whole thing with that was like, oh, well, you're technically an alumni because you graduated early, so you can't really do this. Oh. Like, I'm just like. So, yeah. anyways, yeah, but, so I was having fun in the stands. That's probably awesome. too much fun, but, you know, it doesn't matter. No, never that too much too. fun. I love it. So. Yeah, I feel like we all were. Well, touching on, so obviously, 2017 team, Nick Magical, we've got Stephen Kwan, Drew Rasmussen, Trevor Larnick, Adley Rutschman. A lot of these players are in the MLB now. We kind of just wanted yeah. to talk with you. Like, have you been following any of them? Who's oh, yeah. testing you? Like, you know, oh, how do you feel I about all that? I am, I am the biggest Stephen Kwan fan because that person <laughs> yeah. is the most genuine human being I have ever met. True. And he, I mean, <clears throat> and don't get me wrong, I, I still follow all these guys on social media and stuff, but I know how busy their lives are, so I know like the reality. It's like, and yeah. and the other thing is like, I like I hung out a little bit with Adley because he was another catcher, so I'd have to like you know if he wanted to catch someone for like half a bullpen or something like that then I would jump in or vice versa or anything like that. But I mean, I, like, I wasn't, I didn't spend a whole lot of time with those guys. I spent more time with like Bryce Femmel, Jordan Britton, Luke Heimlich, um, yeah. Sam Older. Tweed, all of those guys, like Max yeah. Andrek. But yeah, no, I, when, when Quan had his, so Quan had his rookie year last year. And since I live in Houston, I went to a Cleveland Guardians uh, Astros game. And of course I, I, it's it's the funniest thing. My girlfriend thought this was the funniest thing. It's all these little kids trying to get an autograph, and then <laughs> me yelling at Stephen 
Kwan. Like, they're Get young over Kwan. here! Look at me! Yeah, yeah. They're, young, they're young, and so he he was walking by, and I kept yelling, Kwan, Kwani, Kwan, Kwan. And he, I, I knew he's not going to see me, so I said something from college, from Oregon State days, uh-huh. and he stopped dead in his tracks and looked at me and went, Badia! Oh, so, I love that. So I'm talking to him, and the entire time, this was this was definitely a surreal moment. Yeah. Oh, that's such a great picture. Oh my yeah. god, that's awesome. It it was really cool, and of course, it's like two minutes to game time, and he's just like, "What's up, man? What are you doing?" Oh, so, that's awesome. I had an experience was- like that with Nick last yeah. spring at the oh, Cubs yeah. game and it was it's so surreal right like you're seeing your friends they are major league yeah. baseball players and you're just casually talking with them two minutes before their game oh yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's an amazing experience and I'm I'm really happy for all those guys I mean I'm rooting for everyone I'm and then yeah. like I, like even the guys that are in the minor leagues right now like Christian Chamberlain I'm really rooting for him I'm really rooting. yeah I mean there's not a single guy I'm rooting against like yeah definitely so yeah, I am especially rooting for Jake Thompson, who was who was in 2017 was a dialed in pitcher for us because he's on the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. And that's my favorite team. So I'm really <laughs> to climb that ladder. He's at right now. I want him bumping up. Well, I'm happy to hear that you're a Red Sox fan and not an Astros fan, even though you live there. So no, that's fabulous. No. That's fabulous Everyone, to hear. All for my real. buddies here, everyone's like, dude, just go to Astros games. I go, I'll go, but I'm not going to root for them. But exactly. They better be playing somebody else that I like because I'm not rooting gonna, for the Astros. So yeah, they better be playing against the Orioles or the or the Twins exactly. or anyone. Somebody else. Yeah, yeah I'm slowly no, becoming a Rangers fan living Why? here. Okay, that's fair. That's I mean, fair. It's it, I feel like the Rangers are just that team where it's like, oh, yeah, they're there. Yeah, they are. That's of, it. Corey Seager's hot, though. So they have DeGrom. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you now have DeGrom and Corey Seager. I think now is your perfect time to become a Rangers fan. Anyways. Well, well and you have Bruce Bochy, who has mm-hmm. three World Series. So You heard it here also, first, Rangers I think I was actually following that game earlier. Oh, oh looks no. like the Rangers won <laughs> that one. Because they yeah. were playing the Orioles, but it looks like the Rangers won that. They did. They but won, I like, 72. Like, I just feel like the Rangers are a good, like, all-American little Texas team. Not super controversial. Just, like, doing their thing. Like you said, just there. And yeah, it works. Just there. Keep the trash cans away and all that. So. <laughs> we don't have trash can problems up here, Zach. That's a Houston thing. Well, thank okay. God. Okay. <laughs> the Astros, okay, I, my land. I have one more question, Zach, for you. Yeah. Obviously, you've kind of touched on – being a part of Pat Casey's program mm-hmm. um, and all around, I feel like you've kind of just had a great experience. Um, Absolutely. Like anything else you want to add on Pat? And then I also want to hear about your experience with Nate, because you were a bullpen catcher. So you're working with the pitchers and catchers. Yeah. How so, was your experience with Yeski? So both of my experiences with both those guys were unbelievable. It was, it's one of those things where you learn, like, especially in my role, I'm just, trying to learn from them not in the game of baseball but also in the game of life i'm trying to you know learn from them and their mentality because of how like you know they they've accomplished so much in this world and they've accomplished so much in life and i think it's one of those things that you just try to just be around them as much as you can and pick up little things and so like i like the the best quote i got from case and i still say to this day to anyone whether it's in a work setting personal setting anything it's um the greatest evil of great is good 
It's like you don't want to be just mm-hmm. good at something. You want to be great at something. You want to achieve. You want to. And it's that really mentality. It, yeah, I even used that recently in an interview. Like it was one of those things that. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be good. I want to be great. I want to be the. I greatest. actually love that. And also, I just have to throw this out there. I'm like that weirdo, that inspirational gal who has like the inspirational quotes on their desk every day. Yeah. And literally, yesterday's was to be, or something like, you have to stop being good to be great. Something along those lines, though, right. basically. And it's like, yes, it's just so great. And you can implement it in life, you know, outside of baseball. And like oh, you said, absolutely. a job interview. Yeah. Yeah. So and awesome. it's one Love of those, it's, yeah. And it's one of those things that, you, like those two guys I'm gonna invite them to my wedding like they're yeah. like they're invited because I I've spent so much time with Yeski and his and Brittany and their daughter and I think it's awesome I think now they're at A&M so they're a lot closer so like last Yay. Time, I went to go see Troy Clonch play and there was the it was this like 11 12 inning game against South Carolina on a Saturday oh my so but, but I got to see <laughs> I got yeah I got to see Troy and I got to see Yeski and I got to see him after the game. So it was really, it, it was like a little beaver reunion and it was awesome yeah. to hear how they're doing and seeing how they're growing in life. And um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that I try to explain to people, but I, it's just like, I, I can't because you don't. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And I still, I still keep in touch with some of the other coaches. Like I talked to like Bales, Pat Bailey keeps texting me. he, him and I have a, had a really good relationship, and so it was. It was a. It, it's just awesome. Like I, yeah. I don't know any other words to say, but yeah, those guys really learned a lot about life from them. Yeah, so. I think it's awesome to see too. Just obviously, it correlates with the fan base as well. I mean, yeah. obviously, we're all Beaver baseball fans, but even just going to the games, you can really tell it's like Beaver baseball is a family. And I feel like just from everything you're voicing now, it's like as a team, that's what it is. It's a family unit. And, you know, oh. you take those things through you after through life after the fact. So, yeah. And and it's you really see how these coaches interact with the with the public. I mean, Pat yeah. Casey w- would go to church every single Sunday and he'd go and he'd find a way to get there. And, yeah. you know, he helped a lot. I mean, I spent every Easter up there with the Casey family and it was just unbelievable to see how they all interact and everything. And it's, um, no, it, it's, it's really, really cool. It's really yeah. cool to see the community come together like that and really get behind someone that they believe in and that case believed in. And he believed in everyone. I mean, there was one time we were talking, like I brought something up to him or something. And I said, like, I know I'm not, I'm kind of lower on the totem pole when it comes to this stuff. And he says, don't ever say that again. Yeah. He's like, don't. (laughs) He said, you are just as important as those two guys right there. And he pointed at like Trevor Morrison and Nick Madrigal or something. So Mm -hmm. to hear that from him, it was like, okay, this guy gets it. Like, this guy's on everyone's side. So, yeah. Absolutely. It was really cool. Well, thank you for sharing your experience with us, Zach. Love, 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 love. Go bees. Yeah. What do you say, Paige, we power hour through this top 25? And Zach, feel free, comment on anything you want. These, there's some interesting series going on this weekend, some that are going to be very extremely boring, like we oh, yeah. talked about I, earlier. I so. <laughs> yeah. 
So let's just kick it off. LSU, our fave team that we were just talking about. Let's go, Paige. Let's get into it. All right, it. number one, LSU. They were at Nichols on Tuesday. One, of course, 12 to two. And they are going to be at number six, South Carolina, starting Thursday. I think this one will be one of the top series to watch this weekend. We can discuss more at the end. Number yes. two, Wake Forest got upset by Elon on Tuesday, five to three. They are hosting NC State this weekend, and they're actually, they hate Easter, so they're playing Friday to Sunday. Um. <laughs> That's sacrilegious. <laughs> that, mm. They hate Easter, so they're playing on Sunday. So. Well, but all of our other series are here's the worst part. Here's the worst part. They're playing on Masters Sunday. Oh, oh, even true. worse. You don't oh do that. Gosh. What the hell? You just don't do that. So uh, most of these I'm... teams are Thursday teams, start series, but they yeah, hate. Except for they Wake Forest, clearly. Yeah. I know who I'm rooting against. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think it's actually like the whole AC, like there's a couple conferences. All right. Anyway, Florida, they hosted Bethune-Cookman on Tuesday, yesterday. They won eight to four, and they are at number 11 Tennessee this weekend. So another really good one um so that'll be fun vanderbilt hosted is number four they hosted western kentucky on tuesday they won eight to one and they are at mizzou this weekend number five arkansas woo pig they were supposed to play arkansas state this week excuse (laughs) me i just i just every time don't worry it's not a real cheer it's just it's just a little you know i just say it woo pig He's like, take that back right now. We beat them, okay? So they're crusty, messy, dusty. I can say whatever I want. Um, so they were supposed to play Arkansas State this weekend. It was canceled. We told you that last ep. But they are uh, at Ole Miss this I wonder who was going to win that game. Well, probably Arkansas. Yeah. Probably oh, yeah? Arkansas. All right. <laughs> Number six, South Carolina. They are, uh, or they were playing North Carolina on Tuesday at Truist. They won five to zero. Beautiful. Super fun. And like we told you, they'll be at LSU, or they're playing LSU this weekend. Number seven, Virginia, was at Liberty Tuesday, one, four to one. So a little low scoring game there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They are hosting number 20, Miami, this weekend. Another hating of Easter, Friday to Sunday. My gosh. Wow. Right? Who in that wow. team? Um, yeah. Both of them. <laughs> yeah. I hate both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, Stanford didn't have any midweek games. They're just having a little Bay Area matchup against Cal this weekend. Number nine was at was Boston College. They were at Massachusetts Tuesday. They won 13 to 12 to improve mm-hmm. to 21 and 6 on the season. But they will be playing at number 18, Louisville this weekend obviously we're gonna take like a quick five second pause because i'm very excited about this series because louisville has been struggling recently and boston college even though they're nine we're like also massachusetts i get it like you guys are both in massachusetts but like 13 to 12 come on so yeah okay next just had to throw that out there (laughs) no you're great i love it uh number 10 kentucky they Played Dayton on Tuesday, won 13-6, rightfully so. They are at Georgia. And this is weird because all the SEC teams are respecting Easter, except for fucking Kentucky and Georgia. They also hate Easter. You would think they would really like Easter down in Kentucky and Georgia. (laughs) They don't. You would think. You would think the SEC would step in and go, hey, guys, 
come on. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little there's, just, there's something going on on Sunday that is kind of important that you know most just, of us like to celebrate. Let's respect it. But yeah. maybe down in Athens, you know, they just live and breathe baseball and that is how they want to worship True. the Lord is by going you know what? to watch. I think that's very fair. And I think yeah, we're going to change the narrative and just say these teams are extra committed to their Jesus loving and they just want to play baseball. Yeah, I mean, half of them got a Bible verse tattooed on some part of their bodies. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Calm down. I'm just kidding. I almost called you. I almost called you a name, but I'm not going to say it on air because I'd be so rude. Oh, I'll call you a name. (laughs) No, I was going to like, I was going to call you a name of one of our friends. Like, I was going to say, okay, calm down. But then I. (laughs) You say your name, I'll say my name. You Moving on, where are we at? Tennessee? Hopefully. <laughs> number 11, Tennessee. No midweeks, like I told you. They're at number three, Florida. And number 12, East Carolina. Played North Carolina State. North Carolina State. NC State on Tuesday. And won 13-9. They are hosting UCF this weekend. Mackenzie, take it away. Beautiful. Number 13, North Carolina. They played number six, South Carolina, in a midweek. Lost five to zero. It's a midweek, so, like, makes sense. And also, number six, a great South Carolina team. Checks out. They're at Georgia Tech this weekend. Could be a little bit of a toss-up. Who knows? Number 14, Campbell. They were at Duke on Tuesday. Lost 15 to six. Like we kind of told Doinks. y'all, kind of giving vibes of, I don't know if they can p- compete with the big dogs. I don't know. They're at Presbyterian this weekend, so we will not really have that question answered quite yet. Um, number 15, Florida Gulf Coast. Tuesday, they played FAU. They actually lost that game 8-4, to four, unfortunately. They're at Queens this weekend, which they played another one of our top 25 teams a few weeks back, and Queens was beaten pretty bad. So, Florida Gulf Coast better come out to play. Number 16, Oklahoma State. They were at Wichita State on Tuesday and this is just a theme they also lost 13 to 6 just quite a few they're yeah they're at TCU this weekend which I don't know that could be interesting that could be very interesting um number 17 Coastal Carolina they played at Clemson Tuesday they also lost 16 to 6 really sad look for Coastal Carolina they're playing Georgia Southern this weekend so hopefully that'll be an easier series Number 18, Louisville. They played Lipscomb on Tuesday. Also lost 12-7. to They're playing a series against number 9, Boston College, this weekend. Number 19, UConn. Played Columbia, y'all, which Paige and I just told you guys about on Monday, and we're like, okay, should be a real easy one. Well, surprise, they lost as well. 14-19 to also, so kind of a high-scoring game. UConn obviously just could not pull it off. They are playing St. John's this weekend. That feels like a good Easter vibe. Does it? Yeah, just St. John. It know. feels good. It just it just feels right. God's on there. <laughs> God's on God St. John's side. Yeah. UConn, you're screwed, okay? Yeah. UConn, I'm sorry. You might be my pick for getting out this week. I don't know. He is risen. He has okay. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> number 20, Miami. They played UCF on Tuesday. Thank God they got a win. 14 to 3, and they're playing number seven, Virginia, like we talked about this weekend. Should be a good one. Texas, number 21. They played Air Force on Tuesday. Little regional rematch. They won seven to one. Good for them. And they're playing Kansas State this weekend. 
Um, our last four teams, number 22, Texas Tech. Abilene Christian on Tuesday was postponed, so no game there, and they're playing North Dakota State this weekend. UCLA, a team that we're just not really sure what they're going to look like. A conference, we're gonna... just not really sure. Yeah, we're not really sure all yeah. at all. Um, so they played Long Beach State on Tuesday. They won 4-3. to three. Close game, though. 13 innings, and they're playing Utah this weekend. Utah should be some lighter competition for them, so I hope UCLA can come out get this sweep because they just have been struggling recently number 24 west virginia they played marshall tonight oh they're actually playing them tonight yes at 6 p.m do we have a score for that page yeah it's the top of the ninth west virginia is up 15 to 9 okay well good for west virginia killing it in a midweek they're playing at kansas this weekend and last but not least, number 25, Oregon. They played UP on Tuesday, got a good win, 9-1. to one, And they're playing the Beavs and Eugene this weekend. So. Wild. So Wild who's stuff. dropping out? <laughs> Who is dropping out? Who wants to start this? Zach, do you want to start? Who do you uh, think is no. dropping out? Uh, someone uh, else. No. <laughs> okay, let's talk through this. I'm thinking there is potential for Oregon to drop out because go Beavs, right? F the Ducks. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking there's potential for UConn. Oh God. I hate to say this. Well, you know what? I think, I truly think they are going to beat St. John. So I guess I can't really say UConn. I think so too. Yeah. I'm looking at those like 19 to 25 teams. I mean, Kansas might be Dece. (gasps) No, they're not. Who Who is that? Oh, for West Virginia. They're playing West Virginia. I think uh, isn't Kansas in like second to last place in the Big Twelve? Probably. Um, well, maybe, maybe, maybe North Dakota State. Oh, I don't want that to happen though. I can't say that. Uh, maybe Texas, Utah upsets Texas Tech. What? They 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 hit too many bombs for that to happen. True. I mean, and they are playing North Dakota State. Who did I feel like somebody played North Dakota State though the other week in a midweek and like lost to them? Well, but North I don't Dakota know. State made a regional last year. Um. Mm. Yeah, that's maybe true. maybe UCLA Utah, maybe Utah knocks UCLA out. I, you know what's sad is I just really, I think UCLA is underperforming right now. I mean they are okay, so they got that win, so they're seventeen and eight going into this weekend. I don't know. Utah should be really an easy series. So yes, definitely if they lose to Utah, they're definitely out. But I just don't think they're gonna lose. I think they're gonna pull that off. I don't no. see UCLA losing to Utah. I I mean Utah has been down the past couple of years and I think I think UCLA this is a good confidence booster for them. And yeah. I think it's like one of those series where it's like okay, let's sweep them, let's get a reset. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think so too. I think this is going to be UCLA's reset weekend. I will say I'm going to full-fledged say the Ducks are going to be out this weekend because I know the Beavs are going to win, and I just don't think that they can hold on to that 25 spot. That's kind of what I was hoping for. The Ducks yeah. to yeah. drop out, I'm, go Beavs. I'm going in. I'm going in on it. Yeah, yeah I'll lock I, it I, in. I got to agree because even if even if they just win one game, that's not enough. I mean, for you, no. for you, for you to hold on to that 25 spot, you got to sweep, and I just don't exactly. see that happening. No. The only thing that scares me is just – I mean, in recent years, the Ducks have been better at PK Park. They um, have. I and they've struggled a little bit more there. Mm-hmm. But I just think, you know, I think it's our place. The Beavs are going to take it, I hope. They looked really good against Washington. 
Um, they did. I think they had a really solid weekend this last week. And I think, yeah. I think they're, you know, starting to, gr- you know, it's baseball. Sometimes it takes some time. Obviously, like we all know, we're in a transition phase. I think we're going to take it from the Ducks. And I want to go. I want to go to a game. But like I told you guys, it's supposed to rain for freaking ever. So I don't even know when. So I'm going to so, try and go tomorrow, but we'll see. That has – so you live in Oregon. Yeah. I know. You used to this by now. <laughs> I should be. But I will tell you guys, like, two weeks ago when I went to the Beef series, it was raining. And I was like, I don't think I can do this. I don't oh, think I got, can do this. Just put your big girl pants on and go do <laughs> I it. I know. I have to. I really do. You so have we to. Might try and we might try and get that Thursday game tomorrow because unlike some of our other teams – our Oregon teams love Easter, so they're playing Thursday through Saturday. So maybe we'll try we, and get to one of those. Do we bring up the fact that you are a U of O alumni every Yeah, time? Paige, I know. Paige and I have to bring it up every few eps because I have to, like, yeah, preface it with go Ducks sometimes. But I Paige knows the one thing that I absolutely cannot get behind is duck baseball and i know though because Paige is keeping it real because they have been better in these recent years especially at home especially with it's unfortunate phil uncle phil you know things happen and so if i I if i ever catch you in u of o baseball gear i will (laughs) you know no there is that's one thing i can't do okay good you know know, there's an oregon state jersey baseball jersey buried under center field at pk park i love that are you serious? The construction, because you know Oregon State's more constructiony. Those are their majors. The construction Yay! team that put they built PK Park. They're all Beavers, and they buried. Okay, well Beaver that's freaking amazing. That's, that's fun. Amazing. I love that. Yeah, so it's. Cursed. I love also too that we're all in agree, agreeance. That's not a word. Agreeance. We all agree. Use that U of O mentality. There you go use that degree anyways we're all going with we're locked in ducks are dropping out this ducks are dropping out so who is dropping in now i feel like this is the one that Paige and i struggle with the most especially Mm -hmm. because like we were telling you i feel like d1 baseball has a few bias against a few teams and so they're in there so i don't know zach what are you thinking is there anything that stick out to you there's a couple. I definitely think Southern Mississippi is going to be one of those teams that just comes in and out, in and out, whether it's in a 23 spot or a 25 spot. I think yeah. they're, they have a really good program in Hattiesburg, and I, I, I just don't see them staying out of the top 25 for too long. I mean, what yeah. were in preseason? Weren't they ranked like 13th or something? Something like that. I don't yeah, know. yeah, they were in there. They just fell out because they kind of like struggled a little bit, but they were up there for a while. Yeah, and I could see them, and I could also see Iowa making a comeback. I could see, you know, yeah, like we always everyone forgets about Iowa, but they actually are a good program. Like they have a lot of yeah. potential. I mean, they rocked LSU earlier this year in preseason, so I I think that's another sleeper team that people got to take into consideration. I agree. I think there is something about Iowa, especially this year. You can tell that team is hot. They've got some great players on their team. I think there is something to Iowa that, like, definitely Paige, you and I need to, like, follow, too. Because I think Iowa, yeah, they're a pretty decent team this year. I Mm -hmm. know 
I don't know if I want to branch out and say a different team or if I just think I need to go Irish again this this week. I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like Notre Dame, I don't know what it is. I just have this, like, call to them every time. And then they come out, like, last season, I think they made a regional, maybe got to Supers as well, didn't make it to Omaha. So, can we go back – sorry, can we go back to Iowa for a second? Yeah, yeah, because I'm they're playing Indiana this weekend. Indiana is a team I was thinking out about because they're 27th in RPI. But Mm -hmm. then I just went to look. Indiana is 20 and nine on the season. They're 27th right now in RPI, but they are playing Iowa this weekend. Oh, and I think I think if I is it at Indiana or at Iowa? It is in Indiana. I think if Iowa sweeps Indiana, I think Iowa makes a big jump. I think that's very fair too. I think if they, yeah, if they can pull it off against Indiana, I think Iowa is definitely a contender yeah. for the top twenty-five. Yeah, and I could definitely see West Virginia climbing up a little bit. I mean, just depending on what Texas does, depending on what Miami does, I think UConn and Louisville could potentially get out too. Yeah, which I don't don't see I, Louisville. I don't know. It's hard because I like that Louisville is up there. And especially they kind of, you know, had their moment last year, too, in our rankings. And it sucks because I want them to be good. But they're just – they're not doing great right now. And so yeah. I agree with you that they, they could, especially because they're playing – oh, yeah, Boston College. And if they can't – yeah, I don't know. I mean – I know who it, I'm taking. That's one, of, that's one of those teams where it's just a flip of a coin. Paige, who are you taking? Yeah, who, I'm who locked got? in with UTSA. They're 23 and 7. Ooh. They're playing at Charlotte oh. and they are 37th in RPI. I'm going UTSA. Wow. Okay. Paige, go wow. off, honey. <laughs> I yeah. love it. I, that's, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's another. Okay, so now, now y'all, y'all pick your pickies. Oh, I'm pick like, beforehand? who's going to. Who do you think is in? likely to. Yeah, come in. I'm going to say I Iowa. Mean, okay, Saxon like and guys, Iowa. I feel like your guys' picks are very calculated and actually specific, <laughs> where mine is mainly based off of who I just want. Hopes and dreams. Hopes and dreams. Yeah, I'm, this is, but this is what I'm saying. Let it be known. This is the last week I'm choosing Notre Dame until – Unless I, they – Unless they get up there. I don't know. Then you got to call it like – it's like the third week in a row that I'm going with Notre Dame. So I'm going to try one more time. Hope. I don't even know who they're playing. I'll have to look that up after because that actually probably is a big factor. But Do you want me we're to just going to hope. Yeah, why not? Let's just check it out. Because maybe that's going to like really sway you. It really might. Because Zach also know. over here talking about Iowa. Now I'm like. Oh, okay, Mackenzie, yeah, Notre Dame's record is 15 and 11. And I'm sorry, but just compared to some of these other teams, I'm not so sure, girlfriend. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, like, I want to hope because they swept Louisville. I think it's more so, like, I think I'm more so boycotting D1 baseball's rankings. And that's why yeah. I keep saying Notre Dame because I'm like, why didn't you put them up there two weeks ago when they swept Louisville? Mm-hmm. Or there was somebody else that they beat, too. And it's like, okay, so I probably need to Wait, not nope. do Notre Dame this week. Because yeah, because they've lost think... to Wake Forest. They lost their series to Georgia Tech. They lost their series to North yeah, Carolina. Yeah, Georgia Tech. 
they but see, at least they're yeah. playing great teams they're playing top 25 ranked well, teams Georgia Tech their, isn't, but... their other teams are Lipscomb, UNCG, <laughs> UAB, St. Joseph's so calm down I just listed a couple of good ones <laughs> so yeah I guess Notre Dame is more of like a gut thing but okay so let's go with Oklahoma oh, had a good hard. weekend last yeah they they don't have a great record either they're 16 and 14 no because they split the series with stanford yeah but they took two <clears> of <throat> three from tcu hmm. they just play you know, their competition like they play you know better against what? good teams okay this is gonna what? be like a complete wild card and i'm just gonna put okay. it in there for shits Do and it. gigs because okay i'm gonna go but they don't know i'm gonna go nc state because if they could win the series, if they could get two out of the three, low key they're kind of hot right now, Paige. So even they though they didn't hot start, right they didn't start their series off great, but they've been winning quite a bit. And even though yep. Wake Forest, I truly think is deserving of a top twenty-five spot, I think they're fabulous. Who knows if they're number two though? So I think maybe NC State. That's who I'll put a little wild card in there. Okay. But it could happen. I'll, it could. I'll feel I'll, that for you. I'll tell you this. You know who really hasn't who's kind of like really sleeper not really making a whole lot of noise not until i think the pac-12 tournament usc oh dude we've yeah. been talking about him we've been saying because yeah. they beat stanford. stanford they beat stanford. Yeah. that's how they started yeah they're kind of they're if i bet you anything they're gonna get they're gonna work their way into a regional yep and people are just gonna go wow Okay, yeah. this is that West Coast USC vibe that we've been missing. And I think I mean they're 17, 10, and one. It's not the prettiest record, but they're winning. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're winning the games that they need to win. And you know who else is doing that? Washington State. True. Oh, we we've been saying yeah. Well, even yeah, like last week, getting the win over who? UCLA? Stamp yeah, mm-hmm. UCLA. Well, how about I, they yeah. left Oregon State? exactly yeah, on the road and for truly, them and truly it didn't just look like i know i keep saying this but osu is rebuilding it didn't just look like they were like taking advantage of that they looked they looked decent they looked good you know so and i think that it's all mentality too like this is baseball obviously we're talking about and i feel like washington state's mentality is in the right place so with yeah. that they could do some damage so Definitely. I just worry about the Pac-12 this year, growing up a Pac-12 fan, um, <clears throat> who I've kind of converted to being a little bit more of an SEC Big 12 fan living down in Texas now. But <laughs> yeah. um, I just worry about the Pac-12. Like, they look like um, a single-A conference compared to a triple-A conference with the SEC. And and this is coming SEC. from OSU's, well, Oregon State, we should say, uh, biggest critic. But yeah. I love that about Paige, and I feel like that's especially why we're friends, is she is a big critic on OSU, but you know what? They need it sometimes, and I feel like especially, what was the page we graduated in 2019? I feel like especially after that year when the Beavs really should have, like, showed out, and they just didn't, and they lost the regional at home, Paige and I were like, well, damn. Okay, yeah. Beavs, you can really heartbreak us like that. And so I feel mm-hmm. like... There is a lot of truth to that, but I also just keep waiting. What are we about like halfway through the season? I don't know. I think. Yeah. yeah. No, I still remember when Paige would like randomly come over to my house and go, what was going on today? And I go, I don't know, Paige. 
know. What happened? Thank Why you. did y'all suck? Literally, yeah. thank you so do much. that? And I go, I'm in the bullpen. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> You're like, sorry, I don't know. Yeah. Thank God I wasn't around. I think on Paige and I didn't know each other at that point because it just would have been like double. No, y'all knew each other. Y'all went to Stanford together. Oh, that was... oh, was it after? Oh my gosh, was it after? Was it in 2019 y'all went to Stanford or 2018? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my, I know. And then you guys would like... still FaceTime and call me going, hey, what happened to so-and-so? I'm like, I'm not <laughs> oh, there. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> I literally don't live there. Oh I my gosh, know what's we going totally on. did. Sorry, Zach, we were degenerates then. We were just were like, tell us what's oh, going oh, on Oh yeah, because I, yeah, no, you know, you know well, me. I always answer a call for you guys. <laughs> thanks and it means a lot definitely Paige and I definitely had our phase too we were like do we just need to get in there and like give them a pep talk like we were gonna make a difference <laughs> I don't know we thought we thought no yeah you guys, you guys what do you mean we're in that phase you guys are still in it I know well, like, <laughs> that's why we have this damn podcast I know oh gosh okay so Mackenzie well, you're in at NC State I'm locking in yeah okay Hardest weekend. We do have three series, top 25 series this weekend. So, yeah, this hardest one I actually, this one I actually have my choice picked. So I okay. will lock in. I'm going to go with number seven, Virginia against number 20, Miami, which I know Zach was making comments about this series, but I, hate I don't know. I just feel like it's a little iffy. I think Miami is just really hot. I don't think the 20 versus the seven ranking. I don't know. Is yeah. going to make a huge difference. We'll see. I agree with that statement. I do. I think I think the hardest one is going to be Tennessee, Florida. I really mm-hmm. do. I mean, yeah. like, Tennessee is going to have to play, like, no error baseball because Florida is one of those teams that if, if you show a weakness, they will just run with it. And yeah. I, think, I think that's going to be – it's going to be a fun series to watch, and I think it's just going to be – I mean, I love watching – I really do. I think I think they're absolutely tons of fun to watch. So yeah, yeah. Going, that's my pick. Okay, and I'm going Boston College, Louisville. I think it'll be some competition oh, for Boston College. And yes, yeah, we'll see. All no, right. I I agree with that. Yeah, and I think those are also two teams that are kind of good baseball programs I feel like decent not like super standouts but they're right there always kind of stay Mm -hmm. relevant especially Boston College this year I mean they're nine like they've been up in our rankings for the past like what three weeks like they're kind of they're earning their place but Louisville just the same I feel like they're a decent baseball program but have also been kind of like sucking recently so it's Mm -hmm. gonna be interesting between the two teams I'm surprised no one picked LSU South Carolina LSU is just so far up here They're so, compared to I everyone know. else that it's I like. Mean, I would yeah. kind of love. I would kind of love to see a little shakeup. I mean, I think yeah. we all would. I'm not hating on LSU, but yeah, they're just kind of so far above. I mean, now 25 and four on the season so far. It's kind of like I would yeah. love a little shakeup, but who knows? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I I think what puts them so much apart is Tommy White. I yeah. think he made yeah. an amazing decision leaving the ACC. Because I think he's just showing scouts. Is he draft eligible this year? I, next. No. Okay. Oh, so next he's like, year. 
No, next year. Okay. I thought for some reason he was like 21 or something. I can't remember. Oh, he, maybe he is old. I was like, he's definitely a sophomore, but no, he's, he's old. I didn't know if he was a draft eligible <clears throat> or not. But I think he made a great decision going over there. And I think he's 20. Okay. So I think yeah, he he's just so good. I mean, he's going to be in the major league. He's leagues really good. Five years. Yeah. I mean, five, and I feel like. And that's why we kind of have a little, at least I do, a little soft spot for NC State. Obviously, he was there last year. and But, yeah, he is killing it. LSU was just unbeaten. Yeah. Like, they're just – they're hot. I don't know. So, yeah, it will be – I do agree, though. Number six, we shouldn't put that past all of our other series this weekend. I think that's going to be a very interesting one. But I think LSU is going to take it. But would love to see. Right, Paige? A number six. Yeah, uh, I think South Carolina. I, I would love to see it. I genuinely I'd love would. to see it too. But yeah. I don't think it'll happen. But I would love to. I would love it. <laughs> well, Zach, thank you so much for coming on with us. Yeah. Yes. This has been so me. fun. Yeah. Seriously, uh, we might have to have you on for another app just for fun. It's I'm down so for fun. whenever you guys. Whenever you guys need me, Yay. I'm down to do it. So awesome. no, it was fun taking a little trip down memory lane with y'all because I know you you guys were like kind of in on it in a way. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, friends and all that so it was it's really nice to you know talk about that stuff with people with like-minded people who know that because you know i tell Absolutely. people about it down here and they're like oh okay cool. <laughs> no. no seriously and that's why like Paige and i will have like random love fest with each other even though we're just like oh my god i love that i can talk to you about baseball and like we can go through all this together it oh, just yeah. is what it is yeah it's yeah like, when and- you feel like you don't have people to necessarily relate to on those things it's nice Absolutely. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm I haven't been back to Corvallis since 2018, but this year, I will be coming to Corvallis for the UCLA Oregon State football game. Get ready! For oh, that. We, prepare yourself. It, it is gonna be just. Mm, it's I happening. Can't wait. I I'll it's tell you happening. this. I can't wait for Claude's and local boys. <laughs> that was the you first place I went when I got back to when I went back to Corvallis oh. for the first time in like three years. Claude's. <laughs> Pitchers at Claude's. Go. Yep. Pitchers at Claude's. That was the. Okay. Well, we definitely, we need to have a reunion there at some point. All of us. Everybody. We got to get to Claude's. We got to do it. Pitchers for everybody. (laughs) I'm drinking out of the pitcher. I don't need a cup. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. The pitcher is for each individual. We're not sharing it. (laughs) We're we're not messing around here. We're going to get out of it. They're like $9. (laughs) Oh, no. Tear me now. Uh uh-uh. uh. Truly. Oh my. For real. Well, oh. yeah. Episode 50. Thank you, Zach. Yeah. Peace thank out. You. We're signing out. Beautiful.